Good evening and welcome once again to Xbox Tavern's X-Pod Tavern, episode 52nd. Another Lundy, love, oh, fucking hell, love, lovely Sunday evening at 8pm-ish. I'm joined once again by Ross. Hello. Sorry, Scottish Gruff Ross. I was going to say, where's my Scottish Gruff? MPV Graham. Hello. And Millie Mannion. Hello. I'm, I'm sorry, ladies, but Daniel's had to uh, step out this week. He'll be back next week. <laughs> To entertain you and to delight you in a way. Well, that's them all just turned off now. Any of you have had it, yeah, it's, it. it's gone. It. No, oh, all gone. Sorry, signing off. Oh. Sorry, I did put my best hat on. I don't know if it, that'll count, but it might I not. tried to like grow the beard out so it was like kind of like Dan, but yeah, <laughs> I could take my top off of the house, but you know, <laughs> as for the as for the post nine o'clock part, let's keep myself yeah, smooth the parts of Dan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll be back next week, uh, and he'll be uh. Here, plucking at your heartstrings, drinking drinking beers as big as his head. <laughs> All right, jump straight into the into the housekeeping, flying straight into it. Ross, are you ready? Let's hit the advert for Manscape, which have once again partnered with us. Thank you very much. Do your thing. This podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who are the best in men's below the waist grooming champions of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. So join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code XBOXTAVERN20 at manscaped.com. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well designed, and optimised trimmer that makes shaving time your favourite time in the bathroom. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth boys. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code XBOXTAVERN20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using promo code XBOXTAVERN20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. So thank you very much, Manscaped, for partnering with us once again. And we're also partnered with Insert Coin, where you can get twenty percent off at InsertCoinClothing.com with Xbox Tavern Twenty until uh, December. So we've got a few months left yet, and there's still a decent sales on there, and they're releasing new lines. I believe did they release a new Mass Effect line on Friday? They did, yep, and they they're did. also doing free delivery on orders over twenty five pound. I want to see right now as well. I believe so. So if you're watching live and you think, do you know what I could do with some Insert Coin? Get on there this evening because I, I think it runs out. Uh, Come midnight and turn into a pumpkin. Um, we also have our Twitter, as you may know, at Xbox Tavern on Twitter. You can follow the website or go to the website, I should say, xboxtavern.com. Um, our man Ian and Daniel have set up a what's this called? A, a tick, a TikTok. TikTok on the clock. I don't know what it is. I don't we'll understand it. But if know. you're a kid and you enjoy that sort of thing, I just say up and get the deal to Dan and say, <laughs> "Fuck that's what he's done to the account already." If you enjoy watching Dan sending videos of him drinking beers as big as his head and or, or having no aim in Apex Legend. Well, <laughs> that, that should be step par for the course for now. For so, look at this kill I did. Oh, the guy Whee! was guy was facing the wrong way and you killed him. Bravo. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, so. Yeah, have a look on there. I, like I said, I'm too old to be dealing with any of that sort of shit. <laughs> but if that's your sort of thing, hit, hit, uh, fill your boots. Um, and then obviously you can watch the podcast, yep. which we're recording now, or various other video reviews or, or little deals videos that Dan does and stuff like that on youtube.com slash Xbox Tavern Official. So with that out of the way, gentlemen, the moment has arrived, possibly. 
anyway, maybe. It's supposed a new rumor has hinted. Ian, get ready. Oh, Ross, get oh, ready. I'm Graham, ready. Graham, get ready. Get ready for the beautiful words Jamie is about to say. I'm going to read the headline from VGC because they are the news destination. A decade later, Ubisoft has finally greenlit a new Splinter Cell. Horses <laughs> claim. So, this is supposedly. I think that muffled you somewhat there, Ian. <laughs> you were like, "Sorry, silence." Um, we're very excited about this. Obviously, all four of us. Oh yeah. So the. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's according to development sources who told VGC that the title has been put into production as a means of winning back fans frustrated by recent efforts to revive the franchise in the mobile and VR spaces. Um. Obviously, we've discussed before where they put Sam Fisher in pretty much every other fucking game that Ubisoft ever do, except for Splinter Cell. And the VR one, is, that's not come out yet, is it? No. Oh, no. Has there been any more information? No. I, I'm I've not seen a VR one. But that, that was there, I think, early this year, perhaps. They were like, oh, we're bringing Splinter Cell back as a VR game. And we're like, why? Why don't you just bring us properly? Um, let's skip down a little bit here. So obviously Ubisoft are in the middle of being sort of run through the ringer like a bunch of cunts that they are, but hopefully they've flushed that out quite easily, you know, quite well. Hopefully they've fucked their ideas up somewhat and they can bring us a splinter cell that's not just an open world thing where you run around collecting everything or hunting for fucking feathers or chickens or hey, there's nothing wrong with feather hunting and beautiful partiality. So the worry, oh, well, yeah, we're getting to it, I suppose, but let's just have a quick further read through this. Uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. So he said Splinter Cell needs, sorry, CEO Is Gilmon says the Splinter Cell series needed to evolve before it could make a comeback. I don't know what you're on about there because you could have just re-released the game as it was. That would have been fine. Yeah. Um, the last time we did Splinter Cell, we had lots of pressure from the fans actually saying, don't change it, don't do this, don't do that. So some of the teams were more anxious to work on their brand. That sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah, that sounds like a cop yeah. So it's like, oh, we, we were just doing what the fans wanted and yeah. we were waiting. Oh. I mean, Blacklist wasn't the greatest, but it was still, it's still fun. Though. Splinter Cell yeah. Game, yeah. Um, now there are some things uh, and some people that are looking at the brand, taking care of the brand. So at one point you will see something, but I can't see more than that. That was him chatting some last last year at some point uh yes that's it so it's just rumor and speculation but it's pretty seems solid considering it's coming from vgc so gentlemen what do we want to see from a new split so graham what do you want graham yes that's great what do you want to see what would you like to see graham i would like to see this added to question three in about 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) so obviously ian ross and myself big split cell fans what do you want to see from a new one considering it's been, what, eight years at this point, I think? I would happily, and this may sound a bit controversial, but I wouldn't mind them adding co-op aspect again, like they do with Conviction. Yeah, I quite like that. I think that was quite fun, you know. So hopefully that's something similar to that, whether it's Fisher and his love child, that he's training yeah. to become a better Splinter Cell agent. So maybe even that or something similar to that way could work. I think that'd be quite fun. Yeah, the co-op was always good, because what was it? Um, uh... Oh, sorry, I thought you meant the um, no, no, I couldn't think of the characters. The just the game mode was was it Spies vs. Mercs? Where you, yeah, it was Spies vs. Mercs, yeah, and then in Conviction, they had a single player storyline, well, multiplayer storyline, co op storyline, yeah, with Archer and Kestrel. 
I don't think I played that. Really That's good. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Well, and what about yourself, Ross? Anything you'd like to see from a new Splinter Cell? Um, I'm trying to remember which one it was. What was the one where you were? It was like undercover, and you had to make sure that you stayed. Chaos Double Agent. Yeah, something like that. You had to basically stay a, a set, under a certain level of suspicion the full game or something to make sure yeah, that you... Because you yeah, were in prison Agent. for part of it, weren't you? Yeah, so something like that. That was like that was a really cool aspect. Just any, any more of your Sam Fisher stuff with just your stealth gameplay, your cool gadgets. Just, yeah, more of, more of previous generations. Thank you. Yeah, I think I've, I sort of echo what you guys have said and I want it to be not again, co-op, fine, or single player, I don't mind, but just a linear selection of levels. I don't want a massive open world. I don't want Sam Fisher infiltrating the entire of Peru or fucking <laughs> Cuba or some shit. I just want him to go, right, here's a building, get in there and find the inv- evidence whatever, and get out without killing anyone or alerting anyone. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind like an aspect, like say, the rumors are true, like Hitman style, where there's three or four ways you can actually infiltrate the building. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the main thing. As long as it's not so... It's like one linear, yeah. Because yeah. I don't think like a Splinter Cell game you can really do it too linear, or you can, but I don't think it makes it as good otherwise. Like, like no. you say, if they're if they're aiming towards like the new Hitman type of idea, then that's yeah. With Sam Fisher, perfect. Yeah, I'll take that every day of the week. Yeah. Um. The I don't know if I don't know if my feed's shit in the bed, but I'm watching nope. the manscape. Nope. Nope. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. I made a change audio and I've changed it. <laughs> That's sorry, all right. I thought my thing breaked out. Okay. Sorry, um, sorry hey, I didn't mean to de- derail the uh, the. Yes, the we're, we're going to manscape again. Yeah. So I want to see <laughs> Sam Fisher manscape. Oh, Dan's raging. I'm, I'm actually I'm sacked. I want I want Sam Fisher manscaped. <laughs> it's just so he can fit into his nice tight tight spandex suit. You'd have to imagine with that outfit on, he's he has oh, he's to be definitely he's wax man. He's everything. <laughs> he's fully waxed. He's got no hair on him. Get, get the baby powder out and just fucking slide in there. Hope for the best. That's how it gets through the vent so easy. Just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Listen, I don't want to see any any open world stuff. I would like to see more like the original trilogy, not like Black. Uh, not Black. what did we just say it was called? The last uh, one, Double Agent Conviction. The, Conviction or I've forgotten the fucking name of it. Blacklist. Hmm. That was a little bit. I don't know what it was, but it just didn't quite hit the mark for me. Um, do you want? Do you want to see Sam Fisher back, or do you want to see someone new? Oh, it has to be Sam Fisher. Not has to be Sam totally. Fisher. That's what I mean. I don't mind seeing someone new if it's in the co-op cop aspect. Yeah, introduce um, somebody like that, like if to run alongside the main game, but not don't replace Sam. No, you can't replace Sam. No, not at all. It has to be bring Sam. With Michael Ironside doing the voice, preferably, if he's able to. For a second there, I don't know why I thought you said Michael Owen. I was like, why is Michael Owen getting involved? I mean, in that would be a different kind of Sam Fisher yeah, for sure. That'd be like worryingly bad. <laughs> as long as the person they bring is not as bad as that fucking character of Dead Space 3. What's his fucking name? <laughs> I thought you were about to Carver, say... Isn't it? The last Carver, of, yeah. Um, I thought you were about to say the last of... Um, Last of Us. No, not so Last of Us. Jamie knows my hatred of Dead Space 3 and that well, fucking yeah. car partner. <laughs> so, as long as, as long as it's something not as bad as him, that's fine. Like, that's I, don't, I don't mind like a junior person, someone like, you know, who wants to be him, who wants to be the new Fisher, maybe. Yeah, trained like up to him. Yeah, so like they can that, introduce not. a new character as Sam Bishop gets killed off at the end or something. Don't kill him off in this one. Don't not kill him all off. Oh, not all that these years. would be... Oof. 10 year wait to get Sam Fisher back. Yeah, and he killed off in the first mission. Um, open, as, I open an intro. 
as Ian alluded to, there's a separate rumor, uh, which was again via VGC, said they could have Hitman style elements. So, Ian, obviously, you're the Hitman man there. Ross, are you a Hitman fan? I love Hitman. Okay. I I really should play it. Uh, Maybe while I'm off next week, I might play it. Definitely do it. Um, Play Blood Money. That's fantastic. Mm, I played one of them. I think it was Blood Money. I didn't get one. Blood oh, Money. I played Absolution. Good. Sorry, I didn't. Blood, like Absolution. Oh, oh, Absolution one is the worst ones. Yeah, but it's still good. But I know you want to Blood play. Blood Money like, was fantastic. I think Hitman One was in Games of Gold, so it should be free for you the full yeah. first yeah. game. Yeah, but anyway, Splinter Cell supposed to have elements like that. So, what do you think that element of Hitman could bring to Splinter Cell, gentlemen? Seeing as I, I think I you probably oh see. Would venting and stuff wouldn't really work, but I think the whole aspect of it being open world, many different variety of ways to actually finish a mission. Yeah, um, and that's the only thing. Like with, that's with, the thing Hitman, think of. with Hitman, you've got targets. That's who you kill. Splinter Cell's not quite like that. You don't just have one person to kill. So yeah, you've got like an how, army to kill. <laughs> yeah, I don't bodyguards that, and stuff. That would work, but the whole you don't have to just follow the path of a building or the path of. I remember one of them was one of them not like an election. And you were chasing somebody through the back parts of the election. You could only go one way, whereas if you still had to achieve an objective, but it was like, and I'm trying to think of something like Fallout, for example, and it doesn't matter how you get to that place to complete the mission, you can just get there however you want to get to it. Yeah, that was, so you could run in, run in and gun, kill everyone, kill the yeah. kill the boss, and then run out, or you yeah. could do it more stealthily. Just yeah, Graham would love and quite. <laughs> Yeah, see, I, I like that idea where it opens it up more. So uh, again, like our other favourite, Dishonored, you know, you can, you've got 10, 20 different uh, routes you can go and, and different options. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now, uh, third person or first person? We'll stick to third person. Third, third, 100% third. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even if you have a toggle switch, how in between first and third, but it has just, to be third. I just don't like stealth games if they're in third per- uh, first person. Slim uh, Spinter Cell works brilliantly in third person and if you're going to do first person it's got to be really shit screen where it's two circles and green so you can't see anything yeah and I just like because like <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons that I stood against Dishonored like if it was third person I'd have probably enjoyed it a lot more but just fair. Third, first person just didn't grab me on it yeah. it's, it's tricky I, I, I don't mind either I prefer first but I would I'll happy to play Splinter Cell in third person but yes obviously this is just a rumour so we could be waiting fucking another 10 years at this rate before they get their arse uh, into gear Um, but you never know we might see something maybe next E3 or something Uh, when's that normally April, May, June sort of time June Um, let's go to E3 let's maybe not next year maybe the year after we'll figure something out we will figure something out but yeah so new Splinter Cell in the works hopefully at last, after a fucking long, long wait. Too long. Too long. Graham, are you excited? Yeah, I was just being stealthy this conversation. That's how excited See, I am. You're a fucking <laughs> stealth maniac, you are. Didn't even notice you'd gone. Yeah, I was hiding in the shadows behind my eyes, <laughs> making it look like I was awake. Yeah. So, he's going to right, a picture right, before... of himself. Just, he's going to go <laughs> off and get himself a cup of tea or something. Before we move on, then, is there anything that a Splinter Cell could do to get you interested? How about that? If if they went more like Blacklist or something, where it had a bit more action to it, would you... I played FIFA in it. Or... 
No, it's not about being sports. The whole game is based off a stealth premise. It's not going to win me in. It's not going to buy me in as much as you are going to play football manager, Jay. Well, I mean, you've got a point there, I suppose. I'm going to game pass <laughs> next game, next month. Yeah, that's like saying, is there anything a football manager can entice you into it? If they let me play with all rules off so I can just red card everyone. You re- yeah. you realise that if we put it to a poll next month, just for the sheer hatred that's been spewed on this podcast, Twitter's going to hijack it so it's football manager. You realise that? Yeah, they bloody better not. <laughs> but if they do, I will play it. I'll do yeah, fucking but, dreadful at it, but I will play it. But you, you're falling on your sword there because he could smite psychonauts to it, just like someone else did. Well, that's true, yeah. I had COVID. I had no... I I'm, more, I'm more a man of my word. I'd play it. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off track. So, yeah, new spin sale, hopefully soon, sooner rather than later, I should say. Um, but what we're not getting anytime soon is a new Fable. And speaking wow, of Fable, wow, wow. last week, I think, while we were on the show, I think it was pretty much when we started, they put up a tweet. Was it Xbox um, develop, oh, Xbox Game Publishing, Studios Publishing? Yeah, so, was it? We're excited to kick off something special tomorrow. Just give us one more day to prepare the chickens. And we got excited. And then they followed up with a reply. said, we, we'd call it our Fable anniversary, but that name was already taken. So everybody was like, oh, excited. We were excited. We said, we ne- we'll talk about it next week. Can't <laughs> wait. That was This was due to be talking about the, uh, the day after our, our recording last week. And then they pretty much deleted it and said, "Sorry for any confusion. We don't. We have no news. We have no big game. We have no news tomorrow. Shoot, any whoops. info about uh, playgrounds upcoming Fable game? So Bastards. basically, they I can imagine there was a stern email them. going around. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure Big Phil got on the phone. And was like, "What the fuck are you I on about? Use playing it, guys. <laughs> you weren't meant to announce this yet. Yeah. What's going on? So there was no news, unfortunately." So the news is that there was no news, which is a bit of a shit. Graham, are you are you devastated after the splinter cell stealth chat? Does this break your heart even further? Uh, yeah, pretty livid. Looking forward to a good fable game. Been um, one for a long time, and then yeah, easy come, easy go. It's just the tiniest bit of news, and even that was too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. they couldn't have been any more blatant, could they? It wouldn't even like they somehow like hid a message in there it was literally yeah. it said fable anniversary and chickens and yeah then they were like oh sorry we fucked up and did they actually announce anything i didn't see anything come over anyway no nothing had anything to do with anything <laughs> yeah there went, there was we're no... not doing anything and then it was just silence like nothing's yeah. been done since <laughs> there was those tweets and then that was it it was like so either someone's fucked up with the scheduling and put the wrong date or they just were bored or maybe it was the last day on the job like fuck it this will fucking mess them up (laughs) yeah this will break the internet (laughs) somebody's used Hootsuite and went ah right 21st of November and hit 10 instead of 11 (laughs) schedule Fuck, shit god damn it you imagine it's a scheduling error probably yeah (laughs) wouldn't surprise me Yes, we'll see if this tweet resurfaces at some point in the near future, maybe. But if it's just the exact same tweet as well, <laughs> they haven't changed the word about it. Just, just we redo it again. Just everyone will be like, "Hang on, de- deja vu." On They'll be happy game. with it. Um, yeah, they fucked that up. But what they did announce was an Xbox 20th anniversary stream on the 15th of November. Um, so announced on the Wire blog, Xbox Wire blog, I should say. It'll take place starting at 10 a.m. PT, 1 p.m. ET, and 5 p.m. GMT. 
you have to imagine with it being an anniversary event, Fable gets mentioned there. Yes. So like, yeah, you're, you're, you're that has to be. That could be where the tweet was coming from. Um, yeah. But it, then, then the very next line is, while we won't announce any new games, it's anniversary broadcast with a special look back at 20 years of Xbox, <laughs> said Xbox Game Studios head Matt Booty, oh. who has a great name. Booty. Um, so yes, there are no new games, but that doesn't rule out, like you said, Fable or, excuse me, more on Halo, more on perhaps uh, Forza. No, it would be after Forza, wouldn't it? Forza's out in the ninth. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that'd be exciting. I can't believe it's been 20 years. Oh. Because obviously, you think about this, you think about it, they might have done it like um, a couple months too late, a month early, mm. I mean, because around, obviously, the 14th will be like a month's time from when the original tweet went out of the Fable thing. And obviously the event is yeah. on the 15th, which is the Monday. Yeah. So maybe that was what's meant to happen was maybe they're yeah. meant to do it for November, the second sun, Sunday in November. Yeah. Instead, they did it for the, the Sunday. Cocked it up, yeah. Cocked up. Um, but yeah, so th- hopefully there'll be some more information on upcoming games. Maybe a new Halo beta or something. I know we're not long, not long after that will be the release, but they might squeeze another one in. Something about Fable, perhaps. Um, I'm trying to think of other games they've got announced that they that they won't that they could talk about I seen something on Twitter the other day that there's I can't remember what it was though it was basically a rundown of about 25 or 27 things that Microsoft had in the pipeline and like mm-hmm. reading through it, it was just mind-blowing how much they actually have coming and how much that they've spoke about already but you haven't heard anything else because it was like this studio has just started this project you're five years away from even seeing much about it yeah. But mm. they've still got it all ready to roll. Yeah. And it was just unreal seeing how much they've got lined up. Speaking of what they've got lined up, what there was something about Starfield the other day, wasn't there? Where they put out a thing showing Starf- the settled system. Oh, was this about a Skyrim sized world or something? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I'm sure I put the tweet in our podcast chat that the worlds will be the same size as Skyrim. Yeah. And there's multiple worlds. See that's as I think Graham said, that it's either going to just be a copy and paste fest, or it's going to be that just is in, insane amount of nuts. So I was going to mean it's going to be the same amount of content, or just loads of empty space. Yeah, that that no that's the risk. That install size is going to be a hundred and fifty gig, at least. At least. At least. At least. Well, um, I didn't actually watch the trailer yet, but I mean, the thing is, don't get me wrong. We, you might jump in a game and there's three planets and then the three planets are really well filled, loads to do in it. And I don't think anybody would complain if you had three really well filled Skyrim sized planets. Nobody's expecting it to be a whole galaxy of 20 different planets you can visit or the size of Skyrim. It'd probably be more like 200 gig because in Crocoship War Zone it's like 133 gig. Yeah, so... Yeah, but that I, packs a lot of shit in there. I think, yeah. I think if they keep it sensible three four planets that revolve around the whole game that that'll be what they're aiming for with the Skyrim sized planets that would be awesome or maybe there's only like a couple of Skyrim sized planets to us a little teeny tiny ones well, you're going to need that because yeah too many you, you risk either getting burnout or repetition's going to set yeah. in or yeah. as you said there's too many empty spaces and it's, it's just there's a lot of risk involved in making something that or, big or it will be packed so dense it would just be incredibly hard to get into because you'd like well they've got this fucking planet-sized 
thing to explore here, but I've also got one over there and I've only got three hours a night to play. Like, how am I going to fucking get into it? The thing is, this is Bethesda that's making them. Bethesda don't always put out the best quality of games in regards to bugs and shit like that. Yeah. Tell me a Bethesda game that doesn't have an engrossing world. Um, Morrowind. <laughs> right, well, that, was, that was a yeah. fairly old game. I was going to say, at, at the time, it probably did. Yeah, yeah. compared to Recently, like, if you think about That's it. That's going old days, yeah. Yeah. Oblivion, big, loads to do. Skyrim, Fallout 3, New Vegas, well, New Vegas was there, but um, 4. They, oh. they, have a, they have a reputation for not only making huge games, but huge games with loads in them. So I don't think they would be stupid enough to do... It was one of the things that always used to piss me off about Dragon Age 2. You would be based where you had to base, and then one of them was like in a cave somewhere, and every cave was exactly the same. Didn't matter, didn't matter how far into the game you got, the cave layout was exactly the same. I don't think Bethesda are stupid enough to do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've had the best part of a decade, haven't they, to yeah. put this all together as well. So we could end up with something expansive and as you say not just rinse and repeat you know here's yeah. yet another identical cave or building I mean, or what have you i mean like you say i think that's the the fear that they they do something that's this expansive and they cock it up by being too ambitious but i think bethesda has got enough of a track record to be sensible about it yeah so but they might get carried away because they need the <laughs> I don't know if Bethesda needs it, but Xbox really needs this game to be knocked out of the park because this is like Bethesda was their flagship purchase and this mm. is going to be the first one that's really the main showcase of this partnership. So they need it to be God of War-esque in regards to quality. Yeah, yeah. if anything's going to make that 7.3 billion back, it's going to be yeah, awesome. it needs to be something like this, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we'll see. Hopefully that will, uh, again, show at this 20th anniversary uh, showcase perhaps as well yeah. as uh, some of the other games we mentioned. But yeah, so that's, that's exciting. 15th, I don't know if you guys want to do a sort of a watch along or anything for it. But yeah, I'm down for that. Maybe we could figure something out for that. What 15th. does the 15th fall on? 15th Monday. falls on a Monday. Yeah, that should at, be fine. At 5pm. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure we can figure out. Oh, I'll be out. working till 5 actually, so no then. I'd miss the first X minute. Miss the first no. 45 minutes. So. Just tell your boss, look, it's important. It's 20 Listen, years. bitch, I'm away. <laughs> Nice. Get Beth to cover for you. Was that you talking about work or was that you talking about the actual boss? <laughs> yeah. It's difficult to keep on top of these I things. mean, one or the other, you know, same yeah, difference. Either, either same boss, difference. we need to clarify. One. Yeah, check with both of them. <laughs> as long as one okay, is it, you're fine. Exactly. Um, along the same sort of line, uh, again, at this showcase, we could see more acquisitions because Phil Spencer has reiterated that they're not done with buying people or purchasing companies, I should say. Um, he said, B -b 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 as part of a chat at the Wall Street Journal Tech Live event, he said something about B -b 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 -b, always looking out for new studios. Uh, he also made sure to note there's no quota, no timeline in which this needs to take place. So it could be you know, tomorrow, it could be next year, it could be two years down the line, but it still, still seems they're looking for more people to partner with. Obviously, Sega comes to mind. Square Enix, Take Two, that were rumoured recently, and there was another one, wasn't it? Oh, Ubisoft, wasn't it? Give yourself plus one, yeah. Do you think they're going to go that big? No, I I, I was listening to um, Sacred Symbols Plus, I think it was, which is Colin Morati's show, and he had a legal expert on there. And they were talking about 
in order to buy someone like Take Two, the sheer amount of hurdles you'd have to jump, not just financially, but going through the investors, going through the management board, etc., just would be almost not impossible, but you'd be looking at probably more than even a company like Microsoft would be willing to invest. Whereas then, someone smaller like gonna, Sega, maybe, possibly. Is Sega would be fun. Is Take is Take Two bigger than Bethesda? Yeah. Yeah, if you, so. if you consider, you know, you've got GTA, you've got uh, yeah, um, sports like that, yeah. the sports license, like NBA and WWE and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and also there, uh, I don't know if, if Bethesda were, but Take Two are a public company, so you'd have to buy out the shareholders as well, or take a majority. Yeah. It all business far, far more, far, far more complicated. Uh, far above than my head, I don't really game and players need to worry about. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but you know, again, someone smaller like Sega, perhaps, or even uh, push Ubisoft. It's possible. Can buy like 2K Gearbox or Borderlands yeah. for me is free every year because that'd be really nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, it's still not done with, with purchases. So we might see something maybe at this event if we're lucky. Um, but yeah. So was it the, oh, I forgot what date I said now, the 15th, wasn't it? At yeah. 5 p.m. UK time and then whatever that translates to American time because I can't remember now. Five hours. Five hours yeah. either way. Five hours for the, five hours five, for the East Coast, seven East for the West. Coast. So yeah, so we'll watch that and hopefully we'll see some cool stuff on there. Again, 20 years. Cheers to Xbox. 20 years, almost. 20 years. Party! It's party! I still remember picking up like it was yesterday. Anyway, in case there's more games announced, not that they'll announce new games, but updates to games, we could always use some extra storage in our console. That was fucking... <laughs> that was terrible. Um, Do I need a left arm or a right arm? Which one can I afford to get rid of? Well, I mean, that's the thing. How many kids you got? You could probably get rid of one of them, surely. Uh, probably, true, yeah. I can always <laughs> knock one more out, so it's fine. <laughs> just keep us like an endless cycle of just exactly. however many upgrades yeah. I need to do. So as we, uh, I think, alluded to a couple of weeks ago, they finally announced a varying sizes of their SSD expansion card. One at 512 gig and one at two terabytes. And so they go on addition to the one terabyte one that's already out there. The 512 one is $139.99 US dollars, which I'm not really sure what that translates, about 100 quid in it. In, in good, old, probably. good, in old good English money. monies. They're probably back um, shit like 129. Right yeah, I think, I think I saw that somewhere. And then the two terabyte version is oh, three, $399.99 US dollars. And I believe it was about 380 pounds when I, when I saw the information yeah. somewhere. <clears throat> Wow. Which is a fucking hell of an amount. And again, the storage is fast and it's good and it works just like the internal stuff. But Jesus Christ, that is. Yeah, I might as well buy another is, console. That is exactly. You might as well buy another. Yeah. That is. Yeah. It's more than the S, though, isn't it? You might as well buy a Series X and just have two consoles with a terabyte each. Well, that's what I said. I was, I was going to get an external. I was going to get another hard drive. Never realized. I might as well just get an S because I need that. I have two consoles. I want to do something. Yeah, more type more cop of a miss or something. So I used to got two consoles to do, but if that's what I've done. I was like, fuck buying another external hard drive, just get an S. Yeah, it's that's that's extreme. That is a hell of a lot of money. Again, they're very fast and they're very clever and, and powerful and stuff. But the the one terabyte is sticking the its price. What is it now? Is 180 pounds? Is that right? Yeah, no, the cheapest. No, no, sorry, more than that. No, it's more than that. That pounds, was, isn't it? Yeah, sorry. That was, that was when it was that was when it was down on offer. It was that yeah. price, yeah. The cheapest uh, thing to offer was 150. 
I mean, 150 for one terabyte extra storage. I'm not complaining that much at that. That is, I'm quite happy to go to that. But mm, anything on top of that is, yeah. yeah so I just don't really... need it. That's the thing. I just, yeah, I yeah, can... that is, uh, I've got to the point now where I'm actually quite clever in managing my Series yeah. S games. And then any other games that doesn't need Series S will just go on my external hard drive, which is like four terabytes, and that works fine. Yeah. I mean, I think I've got like 12 games installed at the moment, and one of them is Microsoft Flight Simulator, and that's 100 gig. Yeah. I, I yeah. forgot I had that installed the other day. I was trying to put something on there. I was like, why have I got no space left? <laughs> I looked at that. I was like, why oh. is that still on there? <laughs> <laughs> I had the same with mine and Gears 5. It's like, why have I got Gears 5 still installed? Yeah. I have Borderlands as well. Borderlands in the 90 gigs as well. It's huge. Yeah, so, so obviously you can only play one game at a time, can't you? And it's nice yeah. to have a, several well installed so you haven't got bothered that re-downloading and stuff. But 400 quid for a two terabytes uh, external hard drive just uh, nah, takes, takes takes the biscuit, as they say. Um, but if you, if that's your bag and you've got more money than sense, how about it? It'll be out in just- December. I just can't picture why you would need three terabytes of super fast storage. I cannot work. Yeah, out. Dan. Why? Has Dan got two of them? Was he's got one? no. He's got one of the. He's got one of the one terabytes. He's got two terabytes of storage, but he doesn't game. So I don't know why the fuck. For, he for all have. those games he completes. Oof. Yeah, for all those games that he turns the on, plays for twenty minutes. The only mild. The only mild argument I would make for it is I use my Series S a lot for travel because I work away and stuff. <clears throat> which has only got what about 380 gig you could use. So plugging one of these in would let me install more games. So when I take it away, I've got more choice because that's, that's hotel Wi Fi is shit. Because but, that's good but, because you obviously can take it around with you, put all the I games you want to play. I would also say there is one small caveat that contradicts Microsoft. If they're going to be bringing cloud gaming to the console, why yeah. the fuck do you need to have more storage? Not only that. But I mean, I get obviously even the 380 piece, gig is more than enough to have enough game. I've got about 25 games on my Series S that I can play. So yeah. I don't need an, yeah. any extra storage. I just like obviously, you know, this cloud stuff's going to be based on how well your internet connection is and things like that. But yeah. even still, why why do you need to have two two terabytes worth of storage if you don't need to install games and you just play them online? Because it's only the Game Pass ones that are cloud. But even there. still, that's a big chunk of games. Yeah, it is. I mean, that would take like, so Microsoft Flight Simulator, there's 100 gig that I don't need to worry about having installed on my computer. I'm not sure that's one of them that you can do yet. No, but I'm just saying if they decide to bring cloud gaming to Game, Game Pass completely, that's that's 100 gig that I don't need to worry about storage now. Factor in that and then um, Gears, another 100 gig. Fable, Halo. whenever that comes out. Forza, Halo. Starfield at 500 gig. Yeah. yeah. We've got laughing. Yeah, Gears don't oh. need to worry about too much. So it's just uh, I I get why they've done it because people love having storage like my PC for example I've got eight terabytes worth of storage in it don't need eight terabytes but it was a good deal eight I bought terabytes it fucking hell yeah it's a lot of grit I'm going to say you got to fit their porn on there somewhere oh yeah all those naked Dan pictures <laughs> hey those naked Dan pictures are starting to add up yeah I'll bet especially the size of them Hey-o. anyway. So yes, if you, want, if you want more storage, go for it. It'll be out in December, but if you're not, then just use your broadband and, and the super fast SSD to update your hard drive every day, as we all do. Right. So one more quick one, and then we'll get on to what we've been playing, etc. etc. Cyberpunk. We all love a bit of cyberpunk. Well, most of us. 
And somehow, even though it's already been out for a year, it's still got a delay. Yeah. So it was notorious for delays before it started. And now they've just delayed the next generation upgrade update, I should say, uh, which was due out this year. It's now coming out in 2022 at some point, as well as the Witcher 3's update, which was, there was a story, what, uh, Monday or Tuesday saying, oh, it's coming out immediately because the ESRB have just rated it. And everyone got all excited. And then they went, actually, wait a minute. Stop. Hold, 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 hold. Wait, wait. wait. Fuck you. Me included. Me, I was like, oh my God, it's going to drop. I cannot wait. Yeah, everybody Uh, got excited. And then they were like, actually, it's not coming out till next year. So, bye. I didn't didn't install the 85 gig game with all its DLCs and stuff to get ready to play the new fancy edition. Yep. No, I didn't do that. Uh, no, no set date. They just said uh, first quarter of 2022 for Cyberpunk and second quarter for Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Um, apologies for the extended wait. We want to make it right. Um, you, why? Just don't say anything. Yeah. yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Like, just be quiet. Shut you up. Know, you know, the thing is, uh, I can only, this is nothing, to, like, this is nothing to do with the Witcher side of things. The Witcher side of things will be ready to drop. They are bricking themselves about trying to get the cyberpunk next gen upgrade perfect. Because they oh, know definitely. that they, they need to get they can't fuck this their, up. No, they need to get people back on their side. They can they can hide behind the excuse of, oh, it wasn't meant for the previous generation, and we were building everything to make this current generation look the best possible game that it could be. And if it comes out and it looks fucking balls to the wall fantastic, people will go. Oh yeah, actually, now that we've seen it, I can see where they're coming from. If it's shit, they're fucked. It's the thing; it's not going to be a fucking life-changing upgrade, though, is it? But it's going to be slightly it, shinier. No, it has to be. It has to be. No, no, it has to be, but it's not going to be, is it? The way that they're delaying it, uh, the way that they're delaying it, I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that they'll do big changes to. It. Mm. Maybe, maybe it's just because maybe it's just because I'm quite generous towards CG, CD Projekt Red, but. I've got faith that what they bring out will look amazing. You know, maybe I'll make it a good game then. I speaking of re- which, <laughs> I'm not biting. You've already pissed me <laughs> off with the next part. I'm not biting this one. I'm keeping yeah. my rant for later. That's about that's about the news for the week. There was several other stories, but that will do us for the top of the the pile. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening so far. And we're on to our opposite thirty day video game challenge. So. What one we on day three? <laughs> you know what? Okay. I, I, you know what? Jamie, please go first. Uh, if we don't uh, want this podcast to be two and a half hours, I was gonna say you, you uh buckling everybody because I'm about to set some fires. So, so uh, day on. three is a game that is overrated. And personally, Morning. for me, I'm gonna go for the aforementioned Witcher Three. Now then, before Ross fucking reaches through a screen and tears me a new one, it's not that it's not a good game. I did enjoy it for the most part, but I don't see why everybody has this fucking like worship worthy like affection for it. It's good, but it's not. I would I would rather play it's Skyrim. Fucking great. I would rather play Skyrim. Why? Or... Why would you rather... Give me a reason why Skyrim is better than Witcher. Well, well he's going full Scottish now. Please, please give me a reason. 
mainly for the first person, but also I prefer the world of Skyrim. You can go first, and I prefer... no, you can go first what, what, what's better I, in the world? I, pref- I just prefer the, the way it's laid out, the way it's Why? you know, segmented up. The thing that I didn't like about The Witcher was it was very, felt very plodding and it felt very, it was almost like it was trying to be too clever with its systems, like all the different things you can put on your sword, all the oils are they called? Put on uh-huh. the sword. And the different magic and stuff of it. A lot of it. Not I just the ignored. seven thousand spells that you can do in uh, I just, Skyrim. I just, I just ignored 5, it. Five thousand different like, shouts you can do in Skyrim. Too much. Um, and again, it's not that like I didn't enjoy it eventually because the first couple of hours I fucking hated. But once I got into it, I thought oh, this is pretty good. But I wouldn't say it was one of the best games ever, and I wouldn't say it was worthy of all the praise that the internet bestows upon it. Even though I finished it, I, I, I thought it's just. It didn't really float my boat as as it seems to have done for a lot of other people. Who was Ross, the most you may ex- now kill me. Thank you. Who was the most exciting character in Skyrim? I don't know, no one. Oh, that's right, because you don't know any of the well. characters in I don't know any of the characters in Witcher either. Who was your main companion in Skyrim, the first one you always get? The Lydia. Lydia, Lydia that's the main one Sworn to carry my burdens. There's that's no it. one sworn to carry my burdens that, in Witcher. That's how she is the MVP. That's how amazing Skyrim is. You get the first companion and you go, fuck it, that's the one I'm going to stick with. The full fucking game. <laughs> now, I went to a couple of the others, but I always went back to... You slut. Carry my burdens. Uh, yeah, no, it, like I said, it's not that I didn't enjoy Witcher. It just... It's just, know, it just you don't have it. It's just literally it wasn't there to carry your burdens. Yeah, it just... It just <laughs> I finished it, I was like, yeah, that was decent enough. And then I moved on with my life, whereas everybody seems to go... I can't wait for this upgrade of The Witcher, or I can't, I've played it a hundred times. I was brilliant. I just, nah, not for me. I, I don't just, want this podcast. Hello, to go darkness, my old friend. <laughs> yeah. the, the, only, the only way that I just can't think of any. I love Skyrim. I've played Skyrim on every generation that Skyrim's came out on. I've played it on the Switch. I've played it on the original Xbox, I've played it remastered, I've played it special edition, I've played it on the PC, I've played it on the PlayStation. I've played Skyrim on every feasible thing that I can play it on. I've not played it on my fridge because I'm not that rich to afford one of the fucking fridges, but still. <laughs> I've played Skyrim everywhere it can be played. I love Skyrim. I'm a Bethesda fanboy. It doesn't touch Witcher 3. Not even close. Mm. It doesn't have the storyline. It doesn't have the characters. It doesn't have the looks. It doesn't have the the back. Um, it maybe rivals the backstory. I'll give it that. Mm. It doesn't come close. There, there is no game that comes close in regards to everything that Witcher Three adds in together. I mean, you say you're first a fanboy, but you just called you did call Starfield Starcraft. <laughs> that, that's more just me being an idiot not it's not to do with being fanboy I can't I also thought that Bite for Blood was in Game Pass it is now <laughs> but <that's> not... <laughs> See, so you I, disagree I, I, is the, the tone of that bit <laughs> basically yeah I, I mean I did enjoy was it the Baron's quest the bloody Baron one of the one of the longest and most arduous quests in the game was one of the things you enjoyed most about but you didn't Think the rest I, I did enjoy have, that part, but have you completed it? What the Witcher Three? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually, yeah. It took me a long time, but I got there. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I, it's not that like I didn't enjoy playing it. I just don't see why everybody's like, oh, it's the second coming of um, the Zelda or something. Yeah, you know, it's it. Yeah, uh, mm, it's all right. You know what? That's, you made me just realise a game that is like, more overweight than one I put down. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, right, okay. Skyrim. But yeah, so basically... No, not Skyrim. Skyrim. So not only is, is everybody fucked off because Daniel's not here, now they've all fucked off because I've upset him because I don't like the, exactly. Witcher, the best game ever made. Um, all right, Ross, let, have a rebuttal then. Go on. Let me, uh, let me hear your hot takes so I can shout it, you it, down. I was going to say Dishonor just to poke the proverbial hornet's nest, but <sighs> Fortnite, um, Roblox... Um, Warzone games that are just this rinse and repeat. Not even because I like PUBG, so I I can't say that. But just this rinse and repeat of we're not really going to do anything better. We're just going to give you shiny new things that you can get every different campaign, and it's amazing. Doesn't like gameplay mechanics don't get changed or ways to play the game. You don't have to change your skill level in the game. Like a game like for example, Rainbow Six Siege, with the new operators, it changes the meta. So you have to adapt how you play the game to stay relevant, for example. Yeah. Um, games like, it's not one of my cups of tea, but games like Street Fighter or Tekken, they introduce new characters that are better against what might have been the meta beforehand, so therefore they work out better and things like that. Fortnite, no, it's just, oh, look, we can introduce Ariana Grande as a skin and you have to spend £40 to buy it. Oh, bye, 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 bye. I'll go get them sweet V-Bucks, Ross. uh, Don't get me wrong, right? Like, if I've earned V-Bucks, I'll use them to buy stuff. But it's not like, oh, my God, I'm a massive Star Wars fan and the Mandalorian's there as an outfit. Let me spend all my money on it. So I just, the younger generation, that one, isn't it? I just, I just, I don't like games that fleece people, even though I'm a FIFA player, but I don't spend money on FIFA, so it's fine. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. there's nothing, Fortnite doesn't change and it still grows and that pisses me off. With games like Skyrim, Fort, uh, Witcher 3, Dishonored, any of these games that we all love, they, they don't, don't get the love that they should do because they're not, they're not social enough, though. Yeah. For they're, not, the kids. they're not. They're not viral. They're not yeah. cool. Exactly. You, and, you can't. You can't put fucking Kratos uh, teabagging Master Chief as he dances doing the little exactly. happy dance or something. It's just. It's. It, it's. It's not popular because it's a good game. It's popular because it's cheap kicks. Something like oh, that. skins really pissed me off. Like at the moment now, as one of my friends was saying about. In, in Warzone now, like everyone's just got a screen mask on because that's a new yeah. thing for Halloween. It's like so every time you run into someone, it's all got a screen mask. Like, yeah. yeah, I would argue that Fortnite is a good game to play, but I agree with you in the way that it's not really. It's more about the the spending money on getting the different skins and the and the back blings or whatever shit is. See, I don't think I'll ever change my Fortnite skin. No, it's I've just, got. Like- I've got like the basic ones and I've unlocked other ones just by getting higher up the battle pass by just playing it. I've, I've got a sexy went... purple one that Graham loves his ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but like I've never went out and went, oh my God, I need to get the, the new Iron Man skin that's there or the Wolverine skin or something mm. like that. It's just, yeah. if I get it then through playing the game, then fantastic because I play it with the wee man and he loves it. He thinks it's great. But I'm just like, uh, that's why I put like PUBG at least there's some skill based element to PUBG yeah whereas this but one still is, PUBG yes. can like PUBG's too slow for me now I like more fast but see, stuff but I think that's why I like it because it is it is 
meant to be more tactical. So I think that's why I feel it's more realistic and it's more enjoyable. Whereas Fortnite's just like, oh, look how high can I build my tower so you can't shoot me? Yeah. But yeah. if you get the flames, you can burn them down. But um, speed do builders. You, I like to, I like to, I haven't played Fortnite for ages. And at the height of my Fortnite playing, when I was playing that every day, I almost, almost bought the Master Chief skin with real monies. And then I was like, what, what are you doing? Don't just put it down. And then I haven't really touched it since then, to be fair. And did, did you buy the car though, didn't you? Not with real monies. I bought with, again, as Ross said, with money I earned in the game. Um, I've never spent a penny of it on my uh, my own money on it. But Ross, does your son, he, you say you play it with him. Do you let him buy anything? Uh, only what we earn. No, he, if he, when he plays it on his console, if he wants to buy something and he's behaved, I'll get on V-Box. But if we're playing it, us two together on my Xbox, I'm like, no, I'm not wasting my money for anything that sits on my console that I'm going to see once in a blue moon that you decide you want to play Fortnite with. Yeah, that's right. So that's right. same goes for like uh, Roblox, for example, the Roblox. If he wants to buy something on his version of the game, then fire it and he can do that. If he's been well-behaved, they'll get treats. Mm. I'm not going to buy V-Box so that if he wants to play the natural disaster, he gets a green balloon that makes sure he doesn't die. So I, I don't mind spending money for his sake on his version, but not not for I wouldn't spend my money on it. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But cool. So we've we've sort of uh, argued back and forth there. Ross, I still fond of you though. Yes. Still love even, you, even if you do. even if you have a bad taste in you know good video games. Well, I dishonor. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Graham, you've been very quiet. Yeah. Talk, talk to us. Tell us. Oh, oh, fuck you, Graham. Oh, wait, the first wait a minute. Look, wait a minute. Look at your fuck list. off, Graham. Graham. You added that Graham. one. Ian, Ian, what yeah. have you got to say? Yeah, we talked to you. We got you less. Well, my obviously, um, I just not a huge fan of them. The Uncharted series. Ian, sorry. Go back to Graham. Sorry. No, I can't Sam. decide. <laughs> uh, but but because we're going Xbox, I thought it'd be nice. Um, but I still think it's overrated and pretty shit. It's Dragon Age. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I mean the original Dragon Age Origins. I would all right. argue all of them I can't. is one of the better uh, games at the series. Dragon, the Age, or- Dragon yeah. Age Origins was fantastic. Yeah, the OG one was awesome. Two was a steaming pile of dog shit. I can't remember which one I started. It must have been the first one. I just, I just felt it was too slow. Two, got... yeah. First one was really, yeah. And that's why I just started playing. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. This is far too slow for me. I want something a bit more action packed and slides in quite quickly. <laughs> okay. The thing is, <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what I learned playing Dragon Age was the first Dragon Age I played it as just your standard RPG, just. Fire and level up, give characters better weapons, armor, shit like that. Second one, much the same. The third one was when I really started to play Dragon Age, the way that Dragon Age was designed to be played. So is that Inquisition or is that yeah, Inquisition is yeah. the third yeah. one? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like you, you, you weren't pausing the game, but you were stopping time, and it like zoomed all the way out, and you could control all your characters individually. So you could have your mage sit back to cast healing areas that you could go in, your tank to go and take damage, your rogue to do damage for a distance. And that was when I started playing Dragon Age like that, how they had put that system in place to do it. Mm. Doing that made three much more enjoyable. Because the first time I played it, I played it like I played one. 
and it was great, but uh, it was it was lacking, and I don't think it helped that it wasn't out too far before Witcher Three as well. I knew it'd come back to this. <laughs> <laughs> I also want Dragon Age. I don't say Dragon Age just to fuel Pete hatred as well. I don't know how much he loves him. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it's one of these things where it's like, um, do you prefer fantasy or sci-fi? Because if you like Dragon Age, you prefer that over Mass Effect. Do you like sci-fi? You prefer Mass Effect over Dragon Age? Yeah, that's I mean, I prefer like sci-fi elements and yeah, yeah Dragon so Age is for me. That's the same as me. I prefer sci-fi, so Mass Effect always takes the president over Dragon Age for me. But I don't think Dragon Age is particularly bad, just not up to other RPG levels. Yeah, I think it's just, yeah, I prefer more futuristic sci-fi stuff. Yeah. And just too slow. There's probably another reason why I'm not a fan of Lord of the Rings. Um, it's just too too fantasy, too slow, too boring. Sorry. What now? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not, I never watched any of Lord of the Rings. Never watched any of them. Not interested. Oh, likewise, Ian. Likewise. I'm not just interested in watching them. Like, anytime sometimes we've got a group chat and mention Lord of the Rings, I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. It has been a pleasure being on this podcast, guys. We're going to fucking <laughs> socialise with people who have no taste. Yeah, Are you coming away down to London there. for these people? Yeah. Exactly. More fool me. <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Russ. I enjoyed those films. And I enjoyed Dragon Age too. Oh, so fair. We, just, we got a clear divide here. On a wee quick point there in regards to just films and that. So if you prefer more, not the fantasy side of things like Lord of the Rings, would something like just because I just seen it the other day, June be an interest to you. June, never heard of it. Oh, it's been all in the news the last week. Oh man, yeah, I've no interest in watching it. But yeah, even I've seen the adverts and the, yeah, the chatter about it. Oh, it's a bit got a bit of a mixed bag. I'm certainly interested in seeing it. I feel sick to my stomach tonight. June, the sixth month <laughs> name. I talked to Google June because we fucking. <laughs> June is the sixth month in the year, pigs. Not June. Not dune. June. A stand dune. Oh, dune. 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 <laughs> look at up June. <laughs> dune. <laughs> and then I looked up June film. It was a Bollywood film. I was like, what? It's like, okay, you guys crack on. I have no idea what about. No. Oh, dune. dune. It's a Scottish. Uh, no, not probably not. No. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's rip the band-aid straight off. Graham, please upset everybody else now that we've fucked everybody else off. Shots fired. Finish the job. Yeah. yeah. I had the strong thing in the room, but something that always keeps popping up and there's so much fanboyish around it. Never got into and could not deal with Half-Life or Half-Life 2 or any of that Half-Life series. Even Man. would you count Portal as well or? That's just one of these Klingon shitbergs that sort of stick to the toilet because of Half-Life. It's like one shit exists because the other does. I never played Half-Life, so I can... Oh, Ross, I thought you were be like... You can't have a go at us. And then you say that shit. Oh, oh. I thought he was going to rip into him right then. He's like, oh, I'm no, with you. No. Never, never played it. Yeah, this you is probably the most divided podcast for me. <laughs> We've proper, proper separated ourselves here. That's it. <laughs> Episode 53 is going to be a versus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just seeing all the fanboys around it saying, oh, where's the third one going to come out? Sucking, where's that Gabe New Wolf's Bulls or whatever is? Fucking make it happen. Before you carry on, before you carry on, have you played Half-Life 2 at least? A little bit, yeah. It's boring oh. as fuck. Ooh, he's got telekinesis. Oh. Could not give a fuck. A lot of games have it. It's nothing new. Get along with it. It was at the time. It was, yeah, it was peak at the time, but yeah. 
Okay. Okay. So is it, is there anything, if you were to say, you know, sit down and play that. Oh, I don't know. I've lost my train of thought. Play it, Graham. Why aren't you playing Half-Life? Why don't, what's wrong with it? Like, yeah, it's just a great storyline. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's of course, story, he's a star protagonist. I just like the gameplay, just, just the, the gameplay gameplay and the physicsness of it. It's great. You can talk about the physics all you want. You did the same with Portal. It doesn't make it any more fun. Portal is fantastic. You can't knock Portal. You have to try Portal. Portal I have tried it, Portal. I still didn't like it. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? Portal is awesome. There's no oh. footballs in it, that's why. I was going to say, what about if they got Messi as the main character? <laughs> yeah, if Lana Messi was the main character. It's um, not purely sports. It's RPGs too. Stick your stealth, stick your portal and fuck yourself <laughs> with the portals. <laughs> if you could level up your idea. portal gun. Yeah, play a portal gun. Stick Gabe no knob on one and stick your ass on the other. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Greg, carry on breaking our heart then. What else do you think is overrated? Uh, just all of the Call of Duty series. They're just not appealing at all. And just, it was first, it was the kids that played that stuff, kids and pedos, and then that just migrated over to Fortnite. Now there's a variety of kids and pedo games. I can't say I disagree with the, the Call of Duty. I've never, like, I, I quite enjoy the campaigns, but that's the bit. I don't know. I'm, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the zombie modes. They really piss me off. Yeah, I mean, um, there was a, the zombies, campaigns are fine. Yeah, zombie gave you a good laugh sometimes, but the campaigns had some good ups to them. Um, but some of them are just uh, see, one of the most hated Call of Duties was Ghost, but I think that was one of my favorites. I absolutely love the extinction mode they did, which is like aliens and stuff like that. That's fantastic. But, but yeah. I mean, I played it like Call of Duty 2 was supposed to be one of, one of the best ones, and it was, I think, it was around the same sort of time for like Medal of Honor as well. No, much prefer oh, the yeah. Medal of Honor games. I prefer Medal of Honor as well, yeah. Medal of Honor, much enjoyed classic, those. Yeah. I'm not a big war game fan, but yeah, still, that one was all right. I got on with Medal of Honor, but could not deal with Call See, of Duty. I'm honest with that. I just, I find if they go, oh, let's do, let's do a game based on World War One or World War Two, I'm like, a bit bored. But if they do like a whole different world or something in the future, I find that more appealing. Yeah. Just picking on the same old stories. Same if it's got to be bad Germans or bad Russians. Or... Which is what I like about my Wolfstein. Wolfstein is like, what happened to the Germans won? This is a shit show that happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 You should really play Wolfenstein. That's sort of like the anti yeah, Wolfenstein was all right. Yeah. Wolfenstein, that. brilliant. Because that's like, what if the Germans won? This is a shit show that's going to happen. And it's just and, over the top madness. And the gunplay in that is, is excellent. Especially yes. uh, you get the big fucking minigun type things, just fucking mincing people up. Yeah, no, that I can get on with. No problem with that one. Project Game Pass, Wolfenstein. Anyway, Graham, please do this last one. Break my heart. <laughs> uh, uh, the Last of Us. Oh. Ooh, so much I mean, hype about uh, that. Controversial. The, the only argument like, I would put to you is you haven't played it, but I've seen enough of it. It gets fucking shoved in your face everywhere. Oh. It just looks okay. I mean, Jamie knows my few hatred of Last of Us Two with Abby, so I see your point. And I do hate Uncharted, so I'm I go with you there. Yeah, like yeah, I didn't just, mind Last of Us. I played it. It was all right. Like, yeah, okay, great, cool. All right, so but there you go. It's all right. It's not yeah, this be on end or PlayStation. Like, it's not like, oh about. my God, this is amazing. That's like, yeah, great, good storyline, yeah, cool. 
And then there's number two. I'm like, this is even worse. Number one, because fucking Abby's a bitch. Outrageous. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, side note that I forgot to mention at the very start of the podcast, my head's just totally reminded. Although he's not here tonight, I would like to wish Daniel a very happy birthday. When's his birthday? It's today. What? What? No, it's not. So no, I thought it was. I just got a message saying it was. Has what? he taken the piss out of me? Have I? I know, been... He didn't mention it. He might be though. Who knows? Have I been taking the piss out of you? I will be raging if otherwise. If it's Daniel's birthday, then Graham's got to play Last of Us. <laughs> no, I, mean, I can just do this instead. <laughs> I left it there just for him. <laughs> oh, it's sorry, not no, coming up. It's no, not coming up. It, it was yesterday. Sorry, it was yesterday. Sorry, but I did know. Yeah, sorry, it was yesterday, not today. I got mixed up. All right, happy birthday, Daniel. And as your present, Graham's going to play Last of Us. One and no. two. Happy fifty. <laughs> was his birthday yesterday? Was it? Birthday? You being generous? <laughs> It's not that far away from mine. Yes. Dan's 50. That's more or less, yeah. More or less. This makes no difference. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the Graham's now upset everybody. Oh, I'm upset should, no one. You should I'm more confused it was Dan's birthday yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> we, we've, we've gone well off track here. So we have. Bring it back around. Video games. Look, that surprised you more than me. So, you know, Half Life was overhyped. See? Yeah, well, I knew that. The fact that Dan surprised us more. Goes to show that Half Life is overrated. You're more surprised that it was Dan's birthday, so get over it. Half Life is just some sort of twisted logic there, I'm sure. But anyway, <laughs> let's get on to what we've been playing, should we, gentlemen? Why not? Let's do it. Yes. Let us so, do it. Has anybody played any more Back for Blood, which is our project game pass this month? No, but we are anymore. playing more this week, hopefully. Uh, yeah, sounds I'm good. Down. I can I'm do down. Tuesday. Let's do Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, Sounds good. Yeah, both days work for me. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll figure out. Yeah, in our own time. I'm um, not playing that game by myself. No, uh, that, it, that's why I haven't played it. Yes, it same. does strike me as something that's not really a solo. It's not even good. if you join with randoms, you got to play with with friends, really, haven't you? Yeah. Um, people that are competent. Not even competent. It doesn't even matter if they're competent. We played with G, so it's irrelevant. Yeah, outrageous. Right, right, let's move on from that bullshit, <laughs> shall we? <laughs> Oh, Ross, what have you been playing this week? I have why, am I, why am I reading that? Oh. Well, that's like, what? We've gone back in time, have we? Yes, I have jumped into Fallout 76. Um, did you even turn up for the last project game pass in there? I was in the Fallout 76 game yeah, pass. Yeah, you did turn up for an hour. For yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was me that didn't turn up. Yeah, exactly. Didn't even <laughs> stall it. Oh, yeah, um, that's a good point. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, it's like an off, actually, then. <laughs> uh, at least I installed Psychonauts. Um, no, hey, so, I had COVID. Leave me alone. Uh, I, I, I said it earlier. I'm a massive Fallout fan. So my mate had been reading a lot of stuff about new stuff being added into Fallout 76. And he was like, oh, let's jump in and give it a go. So I decided to jump back in there. And uh, as much as we had a shit show of a time with it, because um, we didn't really know what we were doing, to be fair. Um, once you actually just stick onto the the sort of straight and narrow of you get your quests, you go and do your quests, you get new stuff, you build your race up, so forth and so forth. So we started doing that, um, and I'm wholeheartedly loving it. Um, it's everything that you'd hope for in a co-op Fallout experience. Um, the survivability aspect with food and drink, once you know how to manage that, it's much easier. Um, I quite like the card system that you can do for your special points. So you get obviously your special 
rankings that make you have more health or shit like that, but then you get your cards on top of it to add in. So I think like one of the ones I've got for endurance just now is I don't take any uh, radiation from drinking water or food that hasn't been cooked or boiled or things like that. So that makes the game a wee bit easier. Um, so it's just, no, it's really enjoyable. Uh, good fun playing it with a mate. Um, taking on like the many raid bosses that are in there. So you get like your notifications telling you that a level 30 enemy has appeared in this part of the map. Group up with others to take it down and get legendary loot. They've currently got a Halloween event on just now. So you've got random ghouls that appear that are dressed up in Halloween outfits. Um, and then when you take them down, they've got like wee sort of trick-or-treat pumpkins. And then once you steal them, they'll have like ammo, guns, outfits that you pick up from time to time so it makes your character a bit better. Mm. Um, but no, it's, it, it started off a very rocky path for 76 with very little in it to do, which I think everybody was disappointed with. Whereas if I think they brought out another Fallout 76, a second generation version, they would have a good blueprint as to where they need to start and then build on it. And I think you'd find that that would be infinitely more popular. If you had to pick a location or a state, where would you pick for the next one? Oh, that is a good one. I would quite like to... Uh, try to think. They've covered quite a bit of it because obviously you've had West Coast and East Coast. They two have both been covered. Yeah. Um, East Coast have been covered twice with DC and Boston. Boston, yeah. Um, you've had Vegas. You've had Vegas, you've had California with part of that, I suppose. Um, you've had things like Alaska with the Anchorage DLC. Um, it's tricky. The only, the only real place would be, and even the, even the desert, you had the Mojave and uh, New Vegas. So they've really done most of the places. Probably, that you, you probably would say Washington, maybe. But they've done Washington, that was Fallout yeah. 3. Of course. It's, was, it's stupid. Texas, but then what? What is what stands out in Texas though? That's the thing. Tech, oh, a Texas state could be good one, yeah. I suppose this. if they were, if you're working along the lines of what they've done in '76, obviously you're in Appalachia, you've got like the Mothman stories, and Mothman appears throughout the whole thing. If mm. you went, if you went Texas, could you have stuff like the Chupacabra or things like that? Like this would be like your wee thing that you could add in that was unique to only that area, like a mutated version of that or just oh, yeah it's tough I don't know where the, you could really pick the, there's nothing really sta- sorry for anybody that's listening that might be from Texas there's not <laughs> anything there's not anything that's like culturally divisive stands out in Texas so obviously like Boston you had everything to do with the whole sort of Boston Tea Party and the UK and shit like that Capital Wasteland with Washington yeah. Las Vegas you had all of that as big zones what what would Texas really have for it? Yeah, true. Trying that to think what you could really do. Yeah, that would be my only real thing. Because um, you got like, obviously, you got obviously what is it in Operation Anchorage in Fallout Three was Alaska. That, yeah, you had. The but pit, then was Pittsburgh and things like that. Was but then Alaska, good. there's not much really to do. So unless you've got one which maybe in multiple states, and you have to could, go in between. Could then, could you do Fallout London? See, that's been something that's always been heavily that fan made, like the fan made one was wow how it looked could you do that could you come out of the states yeah well, see, that would be I'd be 
cool, but be very dangerous at the same time. I imagine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're you're taking a risk by doing that because, because... it's meant to be like US is the yeah. only thing left, and nothing else. One of some mainland Europe, like Germany or France or something. Like but that. that's it. But what the thing is, is Volt take in the in in the UK and in Europe? What does Volt is Volt take a worldwide company or? Yeah, it just has Chicago it, being done. The thing's just Volt. It doesn't have to be Volt ticket. There's a way of sort of bringing something new in, like a ride. But again, yeah. then that's that's where you're risking. Breaking like you, the mold, the whole thing, yeah, yeah. You're tried and tested with everything, like you know, like the Fallout games. Like, my like my my wife was asking me about it the other day, like, what what is the whole startup of 76 about? And I was like, it's different from the main games because 76 isn't about your vault experience, it's about your not even co op, just your multiplayer aspect of Appalachia. Whereas three, it was like you were born in the vault. Your dad ran away from the vault. You had to go find your dad. Yeah. New Vegas was you weren't even in the vault technically. To be fair, you were out the the you were the lone wanderer and you were shot by Benny. And then New Vegas uh, four was you were in the vault with your wife and kid. Your wife got murdered. Your kid got kidnapped. Go and find your kid. So the vault tech part of it has always been very relevant for what Fallout was all about. So taking it to Europe or China or Russia or wherever it may be, and not having Vault Tech in it is a yeah. big, big change. And would it backfire on them? Maybe it's doing Florida and maybe have sponsored by Disney World. Florida <laughs> would be great because, like, you would have the nuke, you would have Nuka World type idea already yeah. there. And then you could have it like you would have that. And then, like, you would be at like, so you obviously the water areas that you're now yeah now you've got like mire locks and that but can you imagine like having irradiated sharks off the coast of Key West in Florida? Yeah, true. And there's always, some... there's always a classic Florida man does this. Yeah, there's exactly. So much random shit they could do with that. So stuff like that, yeah. There we go. So I want to get back into that at some point. Yeah, Jamie needs to play New Vegas, but he's a bitch. Please no. play. <laughs> Jay, honestly, I, no. I will PayPal you money if you play that game. No. <laughs> you, no. no, I don't play the game. It's no, it's no Last of Us, is it? So I tried. If you can, if you complete Fallout New Vegas, I'll complete all of the Sonar games. That's not going to happen. Oh, God, Jamie. I mean, I've got a week off soon, but Jamie, I'm play it. Play well, you've got to do oh, oh, speaking of good video games, then, what have you been playing? Ooh. Oh, is that you throwing it to me? Yeah, that's very kind of you. Well, go on. Maybe <laughs> someone here by your second game and see how... Yeah, exactly. Without so, spoiler casting. No, no spoilers, yeah. But the first one, very quickly, I reviewed a game called Into the Pit last week, which is out on Game Pass now. Um, it's a roguelike, first-person, old-school shooter, so in the vein of something like Doom or Quake. So your character fucking sprints around like a bastard. He's, <laughs> instead of having guns, he's got powers out of his left and right hand. And at each at the beginning of each run, you get to pick up the powers that go into them. So one will be like a sniper shot. One will be a spread shot, like a shotgun. One will be a machine gun style thing, but they're all like mystical versions, something. Um, and then as you progress through the levels of the pit, you can upgrade them. So they do bleed in damage or poison or they fire faster, et cetera, et cetera. Each pit's got four rooms and you have to, with each room, has uh, sorry, each floor has eight rooms spread divided into two so you have to complete at least four mm. to to descend to the next bit and each one gives you a different sort of um 
resource. So one will give you money, one will give you stuff to refresh your options for upgrades, one will give you blood moats, which lets you respawn if you die. And what and then some will like be villages and stuff. Um, and it's kind of like Hades, where you've got the different rooms you can enter, you know, and you, for different re- rewards by the time you finish it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good fun. It's really good fun. I, I very much enjoyed it. I got to, I think, the, near the end of the second pit level, as it were. Um, it's really quite hard, but yeah, that's good. Good old school shooter mixed with roguelike, which I'm starting to get into a bit more, as you were saying, Ian, with things like Hades and that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do want to check out because this is quite a lot of fun. Yeah, and like I'm getting, I'm getting more to my work likes as well. Yeah, it's just it's, the, the only thing I struggled with initially was learning what the different symbols on each door meant. Even though when you go up to it, it tells you like this room is the room of pacify or this room is the room of regeneration, um, but it doesn't just outright say you'll get this in this room or you'll get this in this room kind of thing. Um, and the uh, when you die, you go back to the hub world, and in the hub world, there's several different shops. And the only way you can upgrade them is by rescuing the villagers that randomly appear in the pit. And so I went through the pit, must have been about a dozen times, the first pit, I should say, and I only got two villagers because they just randomly appear. And then one was right at the end. And obviously you get more the further you go, but I think there's 45 to rescue in total. And that was about, say, 10 hours of gameplay and I got two. So it's going to be okay. a hell of a hell of a while to upgrade every every shop and, and get everything you need to get. Um, but yeah, no, good, good fun. Actually, combat is fun. It's fast. Each level, each room, I should say, only takes maybe sixty to ninety seconds to beat if you just fly through it. A couple are a little bit longer, um, but yeah, that's good. Well worth a go. Highly recommended on Game Pass. Check it out. It's good. Yeah. I, I would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit more clarity with what the systems do, but it is what it is. You figure it out the more you play it. But I said the word clarity gives me nightmares. What? What's wrong with clarity? Oh, because Graham kept asking for clarity in the quiz. Oh, <laughs> uh, although I must say, watching that back, great, your like anger goes from here to there, and like fucking, yeah. <laughs> it's in no time at all. If there's one thing you should know about Graham, is that he's probably a little bit competitive. It was a <laughs> just a bit because yeah. he said the shitty games. He wasn't being clear. What shitty games were? Don't put a spin on your own quiz. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you'd like to see what Graham is getting angry about, go visit youtube.com and watch episode 50 where we recorded our quiz in London together in person. It was wonderful. And I won. Ah, it's spoiled. I spoiled it. But no, it was good fun. Yeah. There, um, was, there was a lot of shenanigans in that, by the way. There was a I'm lot of shenanigans. Don't worry. The next one is going to be proper strict. No fucking about. Watching back at the, No yeah. Dan backhands. There was, yeah. there, was, there was definitely some Scrooge in that podcast. No Scorpio. <laughs> No Scorpio, no. But, yeah, Hades go, came out go, this go year. Go check it out. It was good fun. It was good fun to record, and the video is now up, and it's on podcast services around the globe too. But it my is. other game I'm playing this week is a game called The Dark Pictures in Ah oh, fucking hell, House um, of Ashes. What's the middle word? Anthology. Thank you. Do I miss out on points? <laughs> you do. I've, yeah. I'm fucked. You too. I've lost the quiz. Um, no, yeah, The Dark Pictures Anthology. Sorry. House of Ashes, which is the third game in the series. And my review is not quite ready yet because I need to finish my single player run. But I played last night with our good friend, special guest Pete. 
and we played through the entire game in one evening and it was very good very much uh very enjoyed it so you guys have played man and Badan and little hope yep. obviously not graham i imagine but the other two oh yeah Hey, good game. Same, same sort of principle. So you've got five characters that, again, are, no spoilers, of course, but you've got five characters that are like the main characters in the story. You bounce back and forth between them. And when we play in the shared story, which is what me and Pete did, um, one of you will take the role of person A with person B, and then the other one will play person C and person D, and then you sort of alternate throughout the story. Uh, this one takes place in Iraq, just after the war has ended in 2003 was it when they just sort of toppled saddam's regime yep um and they're looking for weapons of mass destruction which they've supposedly located under this mountain style mound which there's like a farming village and stuff on top of it um obviously as you can imagine things go to shit not quite what they expected uh again no more spoilers than that but the story i think is really good it, the characters are more, far more rounded i think than in little hope they're they're more uh sort of individual whereas in, i think in little hope they just kind of blended into one in in aspects that it didn't really it was almost like they were trying too hard to be like oh, this person's this person and this person this you know this type whereas every, here there's a lot more ambiguity to it so one person will you be given an option to be a real dick and then the next option you begin to give a be a bit more kind and you can sort of play it how you like um is there the, uh, just based on their history of the characters is there any famous faces in it i don't think there's any famous faces in this one no nothing um, no one you recognize so like, hope, obviously, there was that young lad i can't remember his name now but he well he's just been announced as adam warlock in the next guardians of the galaxy song that he yeah. was in little hope and then in man of Medan you had i can't remember his name but he was in name. he was in smallville and he played jimmy olsen in smallville and he's been in quite a lot of other things as well he was also Iceman and the x-man films as well but i can't yes. remember what his yeah. fucking name was oh I- Oh, I know you're about. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So he was that was the guy that was in uh, Man of Medan. Little Hope had the guy that's now going to be Adam Warlock. And I was just wondering if House of Ashes I don't had believe. anybody that I'll he was, Wait, I say I don't believe that. There's a lady called Ashley Tisdale in there who is one uh, of the yes. main characters. Ashley Tisdale, who is the person does the voice of. I forgot her name. And The Last of Us. Sean Ashmore was the guy. Sean Ashmore, that was the guy. The, yeah. Ashley Tisdale is the guy, that, uh, the last guy that does the voice of the new Ellie, not Ellie. Is it Ellie in Last of Us? Fuck it, not Ellie, no. Who's, the, who's, the, who's the little girl? Ellie is a little girl, but that's, right. that's who girl. does the voice of it. That's no, who does the voice of her. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm sure it is. <laughs> it's not. I think Ashley Johnson is is the girl. Oh, that Ellie. may be who I'm thinking of then. Yeah, sorry. Um, I apologise. But yeah, no, she's in it. I don't really know who she is. I'm not really much of a celebrity follower, as it were, but she's in it and there's some other actors. The only, as you said, not necessarily famous people, but there's a couple of characters in there that look very similar to people from Man of Medan and from uh, Little Hope. So I'm not sure if there's some sort of shenanigans going on with like a cross, because it's all in sort of the same universe, if it's the same sort of character style things. Um, but that's for another day. We'll get into the spoilers as we go. But the gameplay is exactly the same. So you walk around areas, you explore. 
you sort of investigate objects and you move on. Lots of QTEs, lots of dialogue choices. Um, the playthrough that I played with Pete was incredibly different to what I've played so far on my own. There was one character, again, no spoilers, but early on they got injured. And in my playthrough, I was trying to rescue him and I ended up killing him on accident. Whereas when I played with Pete, I knew obviously not to do what I did and I saved him and he survived pretty much right to the end of the game. And then there was other characters that have survived and died across both playthroughs and it's completely changed the way, although the end result I imagine will be the same, it's completely changed the way we've sort of approached it and the scenes that play out and stuff. And it's, yeah, it's really good. Really good. Um, I, yeah, I always think that if I want to do one of those kind of ones again, I definitely want to play it single player first, give it a go and then play again more you play afterwards just to see, you know, because yeah. I'm not relying on people, for other people to survive and stuff. A bit, yeah. It might be a bit different. And like I say with the different characters, you might not see certain scenes because obviously in single player, you can only see one scene. And when you play again, you might have a different scene. So for yeah. me, I'll definitely want to do single player first, which I'm going to do this week anyway. Yeah. And then yeah. play more something afterwards. It's something I've never done. I've never played through any of those games, including Until Dawn, as a single player playthrough. Mm. I've only ever played them either online co op or couch co op. Yeah, yeah I, I have to couch co op because my missus loves those kind of, that kind of story based uh, butterfly effect story games. Yeah. yeah, I enjoy the same as well. But like you say, and just everyone goes, "Oh, what should we do?" I always like kind of say, "What should we do?" Like maybe talk about what we should do next. And but a lot of times, it's just you have to go straight away. Yeah, there's a lot of things here where it's you know instantaneous, as you would expect from the previous one. Make a decision now, um, yeah. either a quick time event or or a story uh, sort of dialogue choice. Um, the shared story was good because I got to see some angles that I hadn't seen in single player so far. Um, and that's one of the best things if you have played it in co-op where you'll be, I'll be playing one scene with one set of characters. He'll be, Pete was playing the scene with completely neither of us knew what was going on until we met up later on. Yeah. Um, and then his decisions affected me, my decisions affected him. Um, and yeah, it's really good. And again, single player, you get to see a bit more of that and you can eventually go through, I think it's called the director's cut where you can play through all of the scenes so you get to see yeah. it from both angles, basically. Yeah. Um, One which... thing I did like about playing it as an online co-op is, it could just be because the person I was playing it was an absolute big wimp, but when you're playing it through at the same time and you're seeing different things to what he's seeing, you can be walking along a well-lit, beautiful room with nothing happening in it, and then you're sitting on the headset and then the next thing all you hear is this blood curdling squeal off the other side of it and you're just sitting there going what the fuck was that yeah see there was, like that. there was a few moments like that but nothing along the lines of same man and madan slight spoiler here well, on which one dan for man and madan okay, so when there's a bit where <laughs> one of your characters comes into a room and sees a zombie but if you're playing in co-op, the other person is that zombie seeing you as a human and yeah. you're trying to, you're trying to like, you know, I'm your friend and they, they're paranoid and they'll be like, what the, stay away from me and you they, they can kill you because they yeah. think you're an enemy. There's nothing along those lines as far as I remember, well, as far as I've seen so far, where like it, there's mind tricks. In fact, I think they probably go too far into literal, um, what's the right word? 
Man of Dan and Little Hope were very much sort of psychological horror. Psychological horrors, yeah. Whereas this is literally an enemy to face. There's not, it's not spoilers. necessarily. Yeah, that, yeah, what? No spoilers. Again, no spoilers, but it's, it's not quite the same sort of theme as the last couple of games. What I was going to say about that, just without going into spoilers, what, what I've seen of House of Ashes makes me think it's more until dawn like with you yeah. actually have something that is there that yeah. is you've got to consider about whereas house of ashes eh, sorry um eh, madan and little hope it was what was going on in your head constantly yeah. or what you think you might have seen or there was something there but it was only like for a brief brief setting yeah it, it definitely seems like it's more until dawnish than the yeah. other two they they play it up quite well for most of it and um for the most of the game and it still very much plays on that sort of like did I really just see that but yeah it's definitely more of a tangible threat this time rather than just uh you know again without spoiling it there's more to it but there's not at the same time if that yeah. makes sense um but yeah no very very much uh very much enjoyed the, the playthrough we did last night I'm hopefully going to finish my single player play through tomorrow um, and then the review will be up before I have my little break, hopefully. Um, but yeah, well, highly recommended. I think uh, Pete picked up, he says about £25 for the... for the Which I thought was a single, great... Yeah, so that's a great value for, for money, really. Um, like I said, it took us five hours to get through in the co-op and so far I'm probably about three hours in my solo play and I don't think I'm quite halfway yet, so it's quite a lengthy game compared to the other two. But yeah, very, very much enjoyed it. Very well worth playing. So, I've waffled on for long enough. Graham, <laughs> you've been very quiet this evening. Tell us about what you've been playing. Struggled to contribute with those games because I haven't played anything yet, although I will do it at some point. Damn right you will. Um, yeah, so the game I've been playing this week is the game I need to review up, and that is called Echo Generation. Echo um, the Dolphin? <laughs> no, very, very different. Um, yeah, this one is quite a, a random, surrealist kind of game. You play as a part of like a, a young kid who's kind of heads a little bit in the clouds and he's um, with his friends trying to record like a, a fantasy movie about like an alien invasion. But there's some weird, creepy undertones in the game. Like he thinks his uh, principal's a murderer. Um, there's sort of dodgy, uh, lots of government agents hanging around and stuff. And it's half sort of puzzle solving in the likes of like a point and click kind of adventure. Kind of, you find items around yeah. that you relate to other things. So, um, so the whole point of the kind of game you're you find or you start off with yourself and then you you kind of find your sister who kind of joins you as a party and basically it's a turn-based battle game which you find sort of random enemies against and the way that the battles sort of play out is similar to um like old school mario rpg um on i think it's the old game boy color etc or after but um basically it's about timing 
or in your attacks. So you press to click one of your attack moves and it's got like different mini games on how you hit the opponent. So you have to hit it at just the right time to sort of do the most damage. Or there's a slider, you have to stop it in the middle to do the most damage. Or there's two shapes and you've got when they can like fit on the set, they spin around the screen and when they combine, you've got to hit it just as they combine to do the most damage. Those kind of yeah. things. There's those different mini bits, but it's all about kind of timing. And though the battles start off pretty hard and it's not very forgiving. And after you've done a battle, you don't get your health back. Right. And okay. so well, you've got all afterwards yourself. Yeah. So you either have to use the healing items, which there aren't that many sort of scale around or you have to keep running back home to sleep randomly with your sister in tow which is a bit creepy in itself <laughs> sort of restore your energy so you run back to your, your bedroom you sleep and you come back out and yeah so you're ready all healed up for the next kind of fight and it almost feels like you're going off like boss after boss because you, you have no idea which direction you have to go but as you feel like you're progressing to an area you haven't got to there's just this enemy and think oh his health is quite high. Maybe I've sort of overstepped the mark a little bit. And you can just about squeak out a victory with maybe sort of one of your party left. I think, maybe I can level up a bit here. But there's like no grinding element anywhere or no easily like grind area. There's I have like one or two random encounters in like three or four hours play yeah. and I couldn't trigger it again even if I wanted to. <laughs> but it's almost like you want to grind a little bit just to sort of get a little bit on a level playing field. So yeah. I walked into one area and I got rinsed and it's a bit mean spirited because if you try to stay alive, use your items to stay alive. If you then lose, you go back to like the start of the screen, like, like wherever the entrance of the screen is with like half your health and all the items that you used are all gone as well. So it's like, you can't retry it kind of thing. You have to run all the way back home kill yourself, like refresh yourself and then either try it again or go somewhere else and think to if you stand a bit more of a chance. So it's, yeah, it's really quite tricky. But the puzzle element, there's no hand-holding with it. There is a lot of bits that you just have to guess and hope for the best. Like the obvious okay. ones are like a kid, the little baby that's got a, a comic because the comics all hold your special moves. And he's holding a comic and goes, can I have your comic? And he's like, no. But if you have a bit, some candy, he said, would you trade candy for the comic? Then he'll trade it. That way you get the comic, you get your special move. Some of those yeah. things are kind of obvious, but yeah. every now and then you're just picking up random items. You don't know what they're for, but you have to literally talk to everyone and find out what they kind of need. And it's kind of like one of those, that's why I see it's like a point and click adventure. You have to literally talk to everyone, try to pick up everything. And then you start thinking, okay, that guy needs that, that guy needs that. And then you're just clicking everywhere to try and think, okay, you need this. So you give yeah. me that item and then you give me that. And the the end result of these kind of items tradings, you either get a new party member or you get a new comic to learn more special moves, which gives you a bit more of an extra edge in the battles and yeah, the story itself is just bizarre. There is actually like an, an alien that lands. I don't know whether it's all his imagination, but um, yeah, it's quite crazy. <laughs> it's it's fun, it's tricky, but yeah, very kind of surreal. Interesting. It's on, out on Game Pass as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's so, Game Pass, yeah. I know, if, uh, so I think it was Jake wanted to have a look at that, but he couldn't do with the, the turn-based kind of uh, battle system. 
But um, yeah, if you said, if you like sort of the Mario RPG style of things of just timing the attack at the right time, then yeah, the battles aren't too much and they're kind of few and far between, but very tricky. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anything else you've been up to? Uh, nothing worthwhile. As I said, um, I've been sort of getting into a little bit more FIFA and a little bit more Hades in a bit, but not progressed enough to have too much to talk about. That's of any interest anyway. But just, yeah, I like those games anyway. So I've just played a bit more of that. It's... Have you managed to get any <clears throat> finish a playthrough yet or are you still stuck on Hades? Uh, I got to the the thing that was the third area boss where there's like two people that you have to fight at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, got absolutely whabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I had quite a decent set of weapons and stuff, but um, I haven't unlocked the fist as you keep mentioning, rather than the glove. So I haven't been able to fist anyone yet. Yeah, so you want to saw that fist in there? I know you said that was the better one, but no, I've been trying. But yeah, that's as far as I've made it so far. Cannot get past the t- the double dream team double turns. Fair it is. Fair enough. All right, Ian, then Me? what have you been playing, good sir? Well, I actually haven't been playing much this week because uh, I've been quite cool, busy. Right, on to the next but, <laughs> <laughs> Two games I have played um, this weekend, which is probably worth mentioning, is I've gone back and started playing a game I reviewed oh, probably... Oh, it's was Sacks? Six months ago. Not that long ago. Maybe longer than that. How long ago was I review it? Fuck this. Um, El Hijo, a Wild West tale. So I've been playing that. Um, that's the speed. It's like a game's favourite genre stealth. <laughs> so it's basically it's like um sort of like a westerny like wild west um you play you there's two character players like a little boy and you also play as the mother and it's basically them trying to reunite um so you're basically going for the world you you're, you use a little boy escape from a prison sort of like a prison um and you're trying to find your mum. your mom's trying to find you as well and she's out and about and then also that's you're kind of trying to find and meet each other so I'm um, just trying to mop up uh, some of the achievements on that and actually finish off the storyline in there because I got through towards like near the end, but I want to kind of finish up completely. Um, so I'm playing that quite a bit. So again, quirky little game because it's obviously, there's not much, you, there's no real killing in it, which is, I guess, a bit nice these days from farm games you play. Yeah. Um, so obviously it's all, but no, we don't knock anyone out. It loose to small. It's all about distracting them. So you distract them and then you walk around them or you will like, like say, put like a little toy soldier down where he walks along and he goes, well, what's that? And they walk over to pick it up and then you can wander around him. Um, or a new one I've got now, which you can hide in a little big hat, which is quite quirky. So you can just wander find them, hide in a little big hat and then they go and just carry on with something else. <laughs> and you get out of the hat and then you keep going off. It's, it's like, like a box from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it is. But it's quite, because it's just like, let's look at it. And let's move on. It's like subtle. I'm not even like, what's that? And go over to investigate. It's just like, oh, in the car, yeah. Oh, there's a hat there. That'll do. <laughs> That's a weird hat. Okay, fair enough. And move on. Oh, Skyrim just been hit by an idol. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been the wind. <laughs> been the wind yeah. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I've been playing that. So that moment. And the other one I've been playing through, um, well, I didn't review, but I've gone back into Art of Valley. Um, so again, this is very much. I, I keep meaning to play that game. It looks. Like, I quite like the art style of it and I've heard nothing but good things about it I've just yeah. never jumped in it it's one of those ones is it a sim racer is it an arcade racer it's probably both um, it looks like it would be more arcade than anything hmm. 
It looks but, like it, but it's not though. I, yeah, I, that's played, I, mean, I couldn't get on with it at all. I, I thought it'd be really up my street, and I only played I mean. the first race. I was like, mm, nah. It's very much. Is it arcade? Is it sim? But no, it's probably more. Oh, probably more sim than arcade. Even though people say it's arcade because of the way it plays, but in reality, it's not. It's very much sim. It looks uh, like an arcade one, but it plays like a sim more than it. Yeah, exactly. Um, but playing that, playing for that, again, it, the weird kind of way, it gets a bit lonely because you're not really oh, racing like... against anyone. Because oh, okay. it's rally, you're just doing stages. Yeah. Um, to get, but then <clears throat> I'm trying to work out where I'm kind of difficulty at or where I need to be because if you're playing easy, you really, you'll never lose. You'll just win. It's all about yeah. just playing for the game. It's getting through. But then obviously they've got like quirky little things like an open world. So you can just drive around all of the stages and like just cut the grass, pick up collectibles and stuff. If you really want to do that kind of extent. But we have been playing through all the seasons they've got and just slowly making way for that. So I played that quite a bit today just to kind of break up from El Hujo and Hades. Um, so we're doing that and that's really much I've been playing. I haven't actually had a chance to play many games. Again, I've been playing Hades quite a bit as well, so I don't want to bore everyone for the fourth week in a row. I started playing it when I was down in London. Um, and I think like, I played, just because of pushing for time, I think I played like 20 minutes of it, and I loved the art style, I loved the idea of it. And I just need to actually get my finger up my backside and play it. Yeah, so I'll just be like, kind of like, unlocking kind of things, going through the story, trying to get everyone all happy, and obviously you have to give them nectar to make them more happy, so... Again, giving all the nectar around, seeing all the different story modes and stuff, and trying out different weapons and different um, keepsakes. Again, that's really that's it, really. So, I haven't had a chance to play much. So, they're the kind of three noteworthy games that I've played this week. Wonderful, wonderful, yeah, so we'll, excellent. So, obviously, next week we'll we'll play some more and we'll report back on video games. This will be the last week for Back for Blood as well. Technically, yes. Uh, I mean, we could push it another week if needs be because it obviously come out a bit it didn't late. Come out, like, Ross, when did it come out again? Sorry, <laughs> I, I'm thinking about the Friday that we were recording the podcast down in London. Yep, I'm pretty uh, certain that was the date it came out. Yep. What we what's what's the talk for November? Have we got any kind of? Well, we need to, <laughs> we need to discuss that. You fuck off. We can discuss. <laughs> we'll discuss well, that, and then we'll come back to it next. Put it like this: Football Manager, Forza Horizon Five. Forza Horizon 5, Rash out of a doubt. Two wonderful choices that I mean, I'm very excited for. But that's my point. It, I mean, has it doesn't to be, have to be anything. It has to be Forza. We, we are an hey, Xbox. Hey, if we're doing podcast. Halo in December, fucking yeah, Forza we are an Xbox November. podcast and one of Xbox's flagship games comes out in November and we're just going to go, oh, I want to play that one. Can you already do a Forza like... Exactly, you ruined it with Forza 4 already. Forza 4 was hilarious. Just because you can't... <laughs> it's because Stevie John Wonder's got better driving skills than you. That would be hard. Well, Stevie Wonder probably enjoys driving race. more than us as well. Anyway, uh, we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll report back next week on November's Project Game Pass game. I'm sure we'll uh, figure something out. We'll figure something out between us. Behind the scenes, we'll have heated debates. Put up give, give us, yes, give us some Put suggestions. Share yeah. what you think we should play for November. It doesn't yeah, have to be game out in November. Up. can be something really At old. Xbox Tavern, yeah. Whatever, anything on Game Pass. It is up. Before the end of this month, preferably put something in one of the comments for tonight's show. And, and then we can a make list. a vote. We can make a we vote. We'll then the correlate the different people that have accumulated votes and then we'll put it in a poll and the, exactly. the, the masses can decide what we're going to be doing. 
Yes, the masses, all of Russ and Ian's aim, uh, Twitter accounts can decide we, that we're we, going to play. We can all sit <laughs> on our Microsoft Excel and book out all the current and potential abilities of the five-star rated players in Football Manager 2022. Or we could just sit and stare at our paint drying. That would be just as fun. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we'll, we'll discuss that next week and we'll get into it then. Uh, but we'll play some more Back for Blood uh, at some point this week, hopefully. Maybe we'll stream it again. Did Daniel ever put the video up? That we streamed probably before? not. Probably no. not. But I, I'm going to have to. It. I'm going to have to speak to that boy and get everything set up so that I can do the stream and at least it'll look a bit more professional. Ah, <sighs> oh, sure. Oh, Daniel, reboot this next week. Anyway, let's get into things that are in Game Pass that are new to Game Pass. Ross, tell us about them. We have. Where are we? Let's just scroll down. So October nineteenth, first date. We have. Um, that was last week, so I'll just recap them because they were out before I actually got a chance to see them. So we have Outriders came to PC, and as Jay was saying, into the pit on cloud console and PC. Still last week, but a wee bit newer. Dragon Ball Fighter Z console and cloud. Echo Generation as Grey was playing on cloud console and PC, and Everspace Two has came into game preview on PC, and then games coming out. On October 28th, we've got Age of Empires 4. Cannot wait for that. That's going to be epic. On PC, Alan Wakes, uh, he's for me to say, Alan Wakes, American Nightmare on console and PC. Backbone for PC, Bass, Bass Master Fishing 2022. Console and PC, I'm going to butcher this one, Non-Guz Doppelganger Edition. Uh, cloud co- console, Cloud and PC, and The Forgotten City on Cloud, Console and PC as well. See that that is going to be one to check out. I'm very much looking forward Age to Empires, that yeah. Bass Master Fishing. Forgotten City. Oh, I forgot Bassmaster Fishing. Age of Empires. Age of Empires. I might look at Age of Empires and be like, oh. I'm surprised you the fishing one, Jamie. You love fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Only in the best game ever, Fortnite. <laughs> so, Ian, we've got all these great games coming in. We've got going out. We've got quite a few actually this month. So this is some of them the are very Xbox upsetting. Mobile, yes, we've got oh, nine no. games actually leaving. So Celeste, the four Five Nights at Freddy's, so one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Car- Carto, Earthshade, Knights and Bikes. I'm not going to say that one. Man, Munch. Thank you. And Unruly Heroes. They will all drop out next. Well, this week, I, I, we I'm say. pretty gutted that Ishay's leaving because I've only played a few hours of that and it's really good. But has anybody played? I really want to try and rule the heroes. It's going to be really good. Has anybody played the FNAF games? FNAF, no, I don't Fire like Nights of Freddy's. I, I have played oh, them, but I don't like them. I've played the <laughs> first two. Oh, they're just like just amazing games. Like, there's obviously no story in them. Well, okay, there is, but considering my pussy, it comes to jump scares. Yeah, I've done the first two. Yeah, yeah oh, I don't mind the jump scares so much. It just, I just find them boring. It's just well, like, they are kind of boring. Like, some cunts can jump out of camera, camera, they? camera yeah. shut your door, turn your lights on. Yeah, it is kind of boring than that, but it's just the sheer fucking shit your pants side of things when you're just like sitting there minding your own business turn the light on and fucking Bonnie's just staring at the camera like exactly <laughs> you're like hoping they're like come oh, on fuck. come on six o'clock come on six o'clock like, come on, come on. and then you've got like three percent battery left and you shut everything turn the lights off and it just ticks down and you're like it changes to five and you're like 
Did I make it? Did I make it? Did I make it? And then next thing you know, fucking Freddy jumps out the camera. You know, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That would probably be a fun thing to play together at some point. It would, but... Well, you can't. The thing is, it's not a co-op thing. You can't play it co-op. We yeah. Don't yeah. Have to, like, It'd be one funny one for me like, yeah. to play again. Like fuck that. Just like stream oh, it and it's... watch watch someone play it. Yeah, and... it's hilarious. It would be hilarious to watch us all play it. But uh watch him play anyway. Yeah, no, I can't I can't go with them. But it, yeah, because E Shade's a good shout. Um Unruly Heroes. Did you review that Grey? Unruly Heroes? No. Oh no, I didn't know. No, it's supposed to be really good. I need to I was gonna look into that and then uh, oh that's why I was gonna look into it because it's leaving. Yeah, so we've got got a uh, a few days to get into them yet. And then Graham, games of gold. Yes, we have Aero from October the 1st to the 31st. We have Hover from October the 16th to November 15th. And Resident Evil Code Veronica X from October the 16th to the 31st. Be nice. Don't so go check it, them out. Don't have you played that? Are you played that, mate? Um, oh, why wouldn't you? Oh. <laughs> I couldn't remember if he has played it or not. That's why I'm asking. Don't, we don't I mean, need to Ian, know if he's played it. That's a pretty daft question, but yes, I have played it. I played it on the Dreamcast. Oh wait! Was that, where, was, that, was that when the original came from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, an old I, I never one. finished it though. Um, didn't I, I, got, I got to the end boss and all I had was a knife and two bullets. Um, I know I'm going to make a so. uh, rod for my own back here, but wasn't there a Resident Evil game that was like Time Crisis? Yeah, on the Wii. There was, no, uh, was the Umbrella Chronicles Sorry. and the Dark Star Chronicles, which are very good. They were quite like time crisis in regards to like shoot, 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 hide, yeah. shoot, 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 hide. Yeah, kind of like yeah. first person light gun game type. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. They were they were good. Um, and uh, speaking of Resident Evil, actually, very quickly, <gasps> oh, Resident Evil Four. Why did I do this? Why did I do that? Resident Evil Four VR come out on Oculus last week. Why did Oculus? Do you know Why how many it? times that Oculus has been sat in my basket <laughs> for the last week? <laughs> how do many that? times? Oh, pretty Boys. much every day. I <laughs> I feel, I feel like, how much are like, they these days? It's three hundred pounds for an Oculus Quest Two. Um, I am. Um, I've had a shorter one. Um, I didn't commit to buying one, but I had one for about a week and a half, and I did the same three levels of Star Wars Vader yeah. over and over again, and just ah, oh, it's like you know how in sidetrack, you know how in Rogue One there's that scene where they're they're firing on the ship where they're trying to get the little disc to R two D two. And all of a sudden, Vader's like just standing there and he clicks his lightsaber on and it just lights them all up. There's so many bits like that in the VR game where you're just standing there and all of a sudden a lightsaber just appears and you're like, <gasps> I've made a mess of my pants. Oh my God. I, don't I think one, that's another thing you may want to do as well was if you ever get the VR, it's getting me to play a isolation VR mod. Oh, that would be like, <laughs> there was some way of streaming that. Oh, yeah. That, you would not, you'd be like, you'd be big tears about I don't want to play it. See, see, I've got, I've got PS, is amazing. I've got PSVR and Resident Evil 7 in. That's that's a pretty good shout. That's a pretty Have good you got shout. any underwater games on a VR too? Oh, no, we don't do that sort of stuff, do we? Because that's just no fun. <laughs> but, I really want to try the Hitman VR, but Panic would <laughs> be really shit. Yeah, I've not heard. I bet Borderlands, Borderlands VR was meant to be hilarious. Because mm. that was meant to be brilliant, but again, oh, okay. it was PlayStation exclusive. That that's one. the problem. The VR is obviously not the Xbox's uh, realm of expertise right now. No. However, 
by the time I speak to you next, I might very well have played mm. Resident Evil 4 VL because it looks fucking awesome. Anyway, I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Microsoft just went, oh, fuck it. We can't be bored developing our own technology. Fucking Facebook, <laughs> let's hook up. How do we get a whole they, they should have done. They should have done because they partnered with them to put their controllers in with the original Oculus. Exactly. So they should have just been like, right, fucking. Right, bring it to us. Give it to us. Yeah. Plug it yeah, in the Xbox. On. Away you go. But we'll see. We'll see one day, maybe. But. Short of soon. short of playing Resident Evil 4 VR, which I'm very excited to do, hopefully very soon, even though it's a lot of money. <clears throat> Let's hit up the plug the hang on, the plug if vanilla boobs. That'll do. Plug, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what that word says. Plug, plug if anal ibs. There we go. As you do. Thank you very much, oh, everybody. Is that it? thank you very much everybody for listening we've been xbox tavern you can find us at xbox tavern on twitter xbox tavern.com youtube youtube.com slash xbox tavern official or on some sort of thing called tiktok oh yeah xbox tavern um and i have been jamie aka at inexan and i've been joined by scottish graf ross at chaotic8389 yeah, oh, fucking, I forgot his name. Million Man Ian. Thank you very much. I'm Nutty Ray, W R A Y. And MPV Graham. Uh, Graham Reaper. MPV. Thank you very much for listening. MPV if, Graham. If you want to get a hold of Dan or you have any complaints or you have anything not particularly nice to say about the show, it's Chocolate Beer 80. That's the <laughs> Send abuse. Just, just, yeah. him, just, just not too aggressive. Just... Or, if, or if you want to be nice, go and wish him a belated happy birthday. Even though we're not sure if it's his birthday. Say happy 50th. Yeah. I'm feeling, I've, I think I've had it confirmed from other sources that it was his birthday yesterday, so we're good. Ross has been digging deep. I have. It was Graham's birthday as well the other day. It was Graham's birthday every day. Oh, happy birthday as well, Graham. On the Wednesday, yeah. Thank you. And, and it won't be as old birthday. as Jamie, though. Uh, uh, Nobody's as old as Jamie. Don't this shit. I was trying to be nice. I'm um, fuck you. Where is your birthday? Is it like your 50th? 50th. How old is Dan? 50? Too old. 75, I think, this year. <laughs> so you see my frame for his birth or stand the stair lift. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, that's enough shit on Dan. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. I won't because I'm off next week for the first time in four years. And I will show. catch you all next the week after. But enjoy these lads. Shit banter. And <laughs> don't worry, Jamie's getting loads of abuse next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. The exactly. pensioner will get picked on. Oh, I've got to have a day off. Oh, no. Oh, I'm so How dare I ask for a day off? How dare I ask for a holiday? Love you all. Remember, <laughs> let me in and I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Cheers.